from downtown, this is Tim Kitsa from NBA Jam, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka! This week on Nintendo Main, Nintendo Main goes old school. Plus, am I double dipping on Pikmin? Am I not human? If you ranch me, do I not plort? Welcome to Nintendo Main Podcast, episode 380, 380, your place to hear Nintendo fans. Get a, get a little relaxed, be a little loose on this week's episode. There's just two of us. Uh, John is is out. He wa- He's going to review Pokemon Sleep for everyone. It just came out, so he's asleep right now, trying it out. So we'll all know which Pokemon type are uh, have come to his sleep. Actually, I don't know if he's actually using it. We're actually monitoring his Biosigns right yeah. now. <laughs> I don't know if he's actually using it. included apps. Oh, he just farted. We are your hosts. I'm Trey, player nickname Johnson. I'm Jeremy, but what if the chore was a game? Mikowski. <laughs> it's funny that John still put notes on here, even though he knew he wasn't going to be here. <laughs> I know, it's just that John were here. I mean, we've still got to talk about his purchase without him being here. Maybe that's why. I mentioned it on the Slack, but uh, Pokemon Sleep is out now, and I haven't I haven't gotten a chance to sleep, even though I've been up like all day. But uh, I'm excited to try it out. I did download it, and I set it up so I can find out what pokemon types sleep like i do if 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 it's not a snorlax i'm gonna be angry i'm gonna want my zero dollars that i paid for it back (laughs) but no i mean i I don't know i'm 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 very good at sleeping it's one it's one of my good talents i like to tell people that i've slept over 24 hours twice in my life so i have good sleeping talents that'll melt your brain i don't know what you do with it yet yeah no i've heard that you might put it under your pillow or something like that i think it's just supposed to monitor your sleep patterns or whatever i think you just like turn it on and hit a button and tell you how long you sleep slept i don't know We'll, we'll find out i will find out after i record this podcast what is a button or will you click on a virtual button? You you press a thing that looks like a button or whatever. But I, but I you know I started it. I set it up. I got my little. It, they gave me a free Pikachu on there, and obviously Snorlax is all over the game because why wouldn't it yeah. be? I would hope so. I mean, you even have Snorlax on your shirt right now. That's right. I wore I wore the, I wore the Pokemon shirt to our to our uh, thing that we did today. Was that because Pokemon Sleep came out today, or was that just coincidence? No, I I didn't know about Pokemon Sleep until we got back. So yeah, let's uh, let's start off our show as we normally do and talk about games that we got and games that we've been playing. As we were kind of alluding to, I don't want to make the show too much about me, but we bought a house today. Jess and I did. So there you go. And so, you officially have a house. Yeah, which is crazy. This is something we always talked about, and I thought it would never actually happen, but it's officially happened now. So I remember, I remember, uh, like back like two years ago, I said something about like I'm divided between two houses or something like that, and it was because I was technically had a lease going at two different places at once for like an, a little bit of an overlap. But you got like a we got that got too. an apartment and a house. Yeah. Well, it was 
I mean, we are like whatever. Our uh, our house people were very cool, and we talked all of it over like before we even. Actually, you know what? I think we talked about it actually after we found the place that we wanted. But yeah, we decided that we were going to close in the middle of the month or middle-ish, which was today or whatever. So we could still have some time in between. And and it was, you know, we basically loaded the cars, both we have both of our cars with, with boxes, and we went to do the closing. And the closing ended up taking much longer than I thought. Like it, they told me it would, it would normally take 45 minutes. For us, it took four hours because of wow. like... Just getting one because of because of getting like one document to another thing between a person or whatever. I was telling Jess, it basically reminded me of that episode of Community where they do this focus group where they basically put you in a room and they tell you're going to get tell you that you're going to get paid a certain amount of money and they want to see how long you you will stay in that group before you leave. Like that's basically the test of it, and it was basically that episode in my head. If you haven't seen it, watch it. It's a great show. But uh, yeah, there was that thing where it's like you know, you know, where they say like, all right, we'll pay you twenty bucks, but they don't tell you how long you're going to be there or like when it actually starts, and they just put you in a room and you just wait there. That's kind of what this was because I was like. I was telling just like, that's what always drives me crazy, where it's like, if I don't, like, and we already signed everything, and I'm like, if I don't know, like, when the end is, and we're just sitting somewhere for, like, an indefinite amount of time or whatever, that drives me insane. Like, I'm just like... I know that feeling. And I was basically, in my head, I was like, if it gets to, like, three... If it gets to like three o'clock and we're not doing anything, I'm leaving. <laughs> you know, it's like, and and also we, you know, we had breakfast at like eight a.m. and I hadn't eaten anything since then, and it was like at two thirty, and I'm like starving, and I thought I was gonna pass out and whatever. But it, but no, they they said normally it wouldn't take that long, and they were very very cool, and we got it, and everything everything was good, and we went and we had banh mi sandwiches, and they were and they were delicious. We went to this amazing Korean place afterwards. You got to think it over. You know, you got to think like it sucks you get to spend so much time, but. I mean, it's a it's a pretty big life decision. It's a pretty big event. Sure, you know, like you're gonna look back on it later and be like, yeah, four hours. You know, that was a long time, but I just sat on my toilet for four hours and it was fun. It was just, I mean, a lot. Of, it was just the just the not knowing when it was gonna end was like what really bothers me. Where we're just kind of sitting here and it's like yeah. it should be done soon, okay? And then like two hours later, yeah, no, sure, it'll be done soon because you don't know for a fact that they're actually like still moving things along. I did mention a couple times that I was hungry, and they're like, "Well, you can go eat a thing and come back." And I was like, "But I was like, but are we kind of close? Because I feel like if I leave, you're going to say we're done, and then I got to come back, and then we got to finish." I'm like, "I'd rather just finish it and then go do whatever." But, but anyway, regardless, we got it done. And I did actually back in the in the before times when I used to play Tears of the Kingdom, uh, I did I did try to create a replica of our house in that game, and it was it it was almost too big for the amount of space that they give you. It was really hard to make it. I couldn't really. I couldn't make it completely the same. I had to kind of alter some stuff, but but it was close enough. I, and I had to like diagonally, I had to like twist it diagonally because of like the, the little amount of space they give you to put your put your house there. And I used all fifteen of the rooms or whatever. So it was something I've been thinking about for a while. But yeah, but now we have it. So for any of the patron patrons who are watching this, the countdown is on. Like we'll maybe have what like this episode and next episode, and then the next one will be in a different location. So wow, suspense. Please be excited. I guess. <laughs> and your place is like someone's set up to move in. I guess it's really not your concern, but no, we get we we get we got to figure it out. Uh, Conan's actually gonna absorb it, and he's gonna take over the place. Gotcha. Is what's gonna happen. So that's actually much easier because we don't really need to talk to the landlord. We can just say like, "Hey, our roommate who's been here for years is just gonna he's gonna pay you now. Just call him, you know, that sort of thing." And then he can actually use all that extra space for storage, which would probably benefit him. Yeah, yeah. No, he he's got a buddy that's gonna move in, and his you know he takes care of his dad a lot, so his dad will take the other room and whenever he's in town and that sort of thing. That's the plan. So he's just gonna gotcha. he's just kind of yeah. We're just gonna throw it. We're just gonna take all our shit out and 
give him the keys. And I talked to him the other night about it. We had a we had a long conversation about how much of his stuff that I still have or whatever. <laughs> had a return of his PlayStation Move. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering if he even cared about that, but no, I gave it back to him. I was you know, he's, so I was surprised he wanted it back. But I was like, yeah, no, I got it right over here. I haven't packed it yet. So here you go. I hope he's at your housewarming, you know. When yeah, no, I told him I told him we were gonna have a party, and you know, he's that he he should come and hang out and all that, and we'll let everybody know. Hell yeah! So so happy for the two of you. That's such that's so cool. You know, think like seven or eight years ago, you didn't even know each other. What nine, ten years ago? I don't even know anymore. I mean, we well, we've I mean, I mean, well, I mean, eleven te- years technically, now, right? technically, we've been dating for over ten years. I think over ten years since September, because I think we technically started dating in 2013. But we like went out before that, you know, before we were exclusive or whatever you want to call it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we've known each other for some time. But yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, I, I'm still, once we, once we get to like the, whatever, the last weekend of, of this month when everything is in there officially, I think that's when it'll fully hit. But, and you are having movers to help out? We are, yeah. Good. We hired movers for, we hired movers for the 29th. Gotcha. But in the meantime, I do still want to get as much stuff. And there's some stuff I don't that I want to handle myself, you know, particularly and all that. I did, like, I, I, I especially packed all my toys and stuff. For any of the patrons who can see back here, uh, the re- the wrestlers that were on the wall, they're gone. They, they've been packed. They're in boxes now. But I but I wanted to keep the wall. I want to keep this wall going for the next couple episodes. But the stuff around, some of the stuff around it has been has been taken down and all that. It does look a little thinner back there. What about your shelf above the... Uh... The desk have you cleared that off no i haven't taken apart the box shelf yet but i, I will <laughs> i love that box shelf that's, that's I, did too. I took pictures I of so. it to try to recreate it because i like it a it's lot so substantial <laughs> it, well i was i, I mean that kind of that idea kind of came together you know from when jess and i were dating i was like i have all these boxes i want to do something i want to make a box shelf and then i created this <laughs> it's just basically this display of all these empty boxes that i have that i think is cool and and Jess was talking about poss- possibly possibly putting it in the stairway of our of our house, so it maybe it'll be a little bit more displayed in the next wow. place. So we'll see how that works. I mean, we have we have this we have this big elegant stairway like that goes downstairs, which is really cool. And there's a lot of space on it, like the walls go up really high, and you know there's a lot of there's a lot of wall area there. So we might we might put the box shelf there as well. But hell yeah, but yeah, that's that. Enough about that. Let's, we could talk about. We can talk about other things that I spent money on. Also, I bought a I bought tickets to wrestling events. What was it last last week? Last Thursday. Well, it was Thursday for me because I'm on the pre order list because I went to a bunch of other ones. But I did I bought tickets to to uh, AEW All Out, which is the next major pay per view, which is happening in Chicago, and it's happening at the United Center. And I'm also I also bought tickets to Collision, which happens the night before, which is the Saturday night show, the brand new show they just they just started not that long ago. And that's pretty cool. I was uh, I was under the impression that United Center tickets were really expensive, and actually, I got a pretty good deal. Well, I mean, you'll find out how good my seats were because I I've never bought tickets to the United Center before. United Center is where the Bulls played. For anybody who doesn't know, yeah. But it's I guess you know AEW. It's AEW flexing their muscles. You know, they're being like, oh yeah, no, we can we can fill the United Center. We're gonna have it because they because they've had their they've had their uh, Chicago pay per view at the uh, the Now Arena. Every year, actually, you were at the Wind Trust, which is the smaller one. The Now Arena is the one that's farther away. That's more in like Hoffman Estates and all that. Yeah. That's a bigger you place. Said it's like, and that's kind of a pain in the ass to get to. Yeah, it is. It took me. It would always take me an over an hour to get there, with with or without traffic. But uh, 
But it was like, that one was farther away, but that was the bigger one. But United Center is even bigger than that. So that's them being like, all right, we're going to do this here. And then they're doing the, the Dynamite at the Now Arena, which I didn't get tickets for yet. Because it's like, because it, cause it used to be, I would get the wrestling week where you could just do a deal where you buy like tickets for the same event for like three days or whatever. But this one, you got to buy two days for this, and then you got to buy another day for another thing. So I just went for the deal for the two for the Saturday and Sunday ticket. And it was only like it was only like 160 bucks, which I thought was way cheaper than I thought it would be for a pay-per-view and like a regular thing. But then again, I don't know the full layout. Like the seats looked good, but I'll let you know when I I wanted it it was like sorted down the middle and it's like right in between the the entrance ramp and the ring, like right like right above the floor seats. So it should be good. But we'll see. But yeah, I did um yeah, I did that. That was a that was a thing that was a thing that I got. Yeah, I wish I could go to one of the events I unfortunately I'm well, I already have a few things planned for this fall anyway that are going to be expensive, and then yeah, yeah, I didn't, I, I, I didn't, I didn't, buy, I didn't buy tickets for you or John because he said you didn't want to go, and I also didn't have any money, so I just bought tickets for myself. <laughs> that makes sense. But there's that. But but speaking of wrestling, uh, John John is not here unfortunately because, like I said, he's out there uh, testing out the Pokemon Sleep app. But uh, he's wrestling with Champ right now in his dream. Yeah, but but what is pretty cool is I. Uh, I got another one. I convinced another person. Uh, John did officially buy AW5 forever. I don't want to steal. Yeah, I was surprised. To I don't, see I don't want to steal the thunder from. I do want John to say to explain. You know, let everybody know about it when he does return to the show. But it's you know, it is pretty cool that he got it. So I hope you're enjoying you it. It's, the it's a, a very cool you game. Become the AW Kevin Bacon because you know I don't have the game, but I went to an event. Yeah. Well, I am. Uh, I, I'm glad that people, the, the people who do listen to the show, aren't just annoyed with me. Just, I mean, I, you know, I, I wouldn't normally talk about wrestling as much, but now that there's a wrestling game on Switch, now the worlds have connected. So now I can annoy everyone and my wrestling thoughts and all that. The worlds were always connected, and you knew it. Well, yes, they've they've been. I mean, this all goes back to like the N64, like you know, the N64, WCW, WWE uh, wrestling games and all that. But even in more recent history, people are holding up video game signs. At oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because everybody, because wrestling fans are nerds. Like we're all nerds. You exactly. Know? We're all, we're all I'm into telling games. You, and, connected. You know, game or not, like AEW game or not. I mean, the thing that I think, I, I, what I love about wrestling, and what a lot, a lot, of, what I think other people might love about wrestling, is what I love about it. It's just basically, it's like a live action Marvel movie. It's like watching superheroes fight each other in real life. Is basically what I get out of it. And probably what I loved about it as a kid too is that it just, it's like a comic book. It's like a real life comic book. You know, it has a story that goes from like week to week or month to month or whatever. And there's backstories and there's like you know, all these, all these like crazy battles and all that. And I think that's a lot of it. What was so, what made me fall in love with it so much is that it, it basically reminded me of comic books, you know, <laughs> it's, it's that sort of thing. And I said, what was it? Um, they were one of the, was it one of the talking Simpsons episodes I was, I was listening to like Henry was saying like, you know, going to multiple, multiple AEW events is basically watching like five or six television episodes at once, like that sort of thing. And that's what it is really. It's, it's a show, but it has a story that keeps going and you're watching a season of this thing. And, it's basically, like I said, it's, it's like a comic book. It's like the same. It's, I found it a little confusing because it was like so fragmented, but it's the same. It was the same thing as jumping into a comic book series when you haven't read it from the beginning. You know, you don't know all That's of true. the, and even, and even me who's watched AEW from the beginning, what you jumped into, I don't understand all of that. Cause that had so much new Japan pro wrestling stuff in it. And I'm not as familiar with that. So it was like, even I was kind of didn't know what the fuck was going on because they were going even deeper. They were cutting even 
you know, cutting even deeper on that and, and pulling from like the, the new Japan pro wrestler fans and being like, all right, well, we got this guy. And I'm like, I don't know who that is, but they, but they do, you know, cause he's been doing whatever for however long, but it's like, you know, it's just all these different collaborations and all that. And it's cool. I stand by the, those ring of honor. Those ring of honor luchadors were my favorite, not maybe not my favorite part, like in the whole sense, but uh, as far as like their acrobatics and the stuff they did and it maybe the costumes helps, but I fucking loved it. Sure. Well, well, two of those wrestlers, the the Lucha Bros, are AAW originals, and they are in right. the game AAW Five Forever. So nice. you can play as them. And the okay. and, and the guy who walked on the ro- the guy who walked on the ropes that you're very impressed with. That's one of the Lucha Brothers. No, th- those two are amazing. Like I've seen. Incredible. Well, like him. He walked on the ropes, and then the other guy did the. Yeah. Well, I mean, the guy who did who the like backwards jumped, moving front flip. Yeah, the guy who it. jumped on the shoulders. He's not full AEW, but he does do a lot of AEW stuff. God damn. But he's really good. That's a fucking athlete there. Yeah, but I mean, I've seen some incredible matches from them. Like I, I like the Young Bucks, the Young Bucks, uh, Lucha Lucha Bros match, like the cage match that happened in Chicago at the pay per view. Oh my god, that was insane. Well, they did the. That was one where they did the tax, you know, where they like poured out the tax and they, like slam them into the. I think yeah. that was the one where Aubrey had the tax in her arm, like from doing the uh-huh. t- the the accounting and all that. And yeah, that match was insane. Like I was like, I was like, I was like, God damn, that's a hell of a match. But uh, no, they they've done incredible shit. But um, I, I talked a little bit last week about the Discord, about the AW Discord that I'm on, and I'm still I'm still on it. I'm still talking to these people. They're actually pretty rad. Uh, even though I, I suck. So uh, last week uh, I was talking about how there's a fe- somebody started a, a federation, this guy Jackson, which I found out later that he's actually his own. He's a professional wrestler as well. Well, well, kind of like a, you know, more indie, but he does, but he does shit. He posted videos of his matches and all that on the discord. So I was like, all right, all right, well, you do some shit. I want to be like, Hey man, be careful. Like, you know, take those hip tosses. All right, but he he said he was trained by the same guy that John Moxley that that, chained, that trained John Moxley, and John Moxley's like one of the biggest wrestlers in AEW and all that. So whatever, but yeah, we sort of have a tournament going. I think last week I wasn't really sure exactly what it was, so we're kind of doing we're kind of doing like a tournament or like sort of like an AEW league, I guess, through like Discord, and we basically just like you know he'll be like, all right, you're you know this person, so you you choose whatever wrestlers you want. And, you know, nobody can have the same wrestler. We can't do creator wrestlers. Well, there is going to be a separate creator wrestler tournament. We haven't done that yet. I was wondering how you would do that if you had, like, RP, like, maybe an RP room where you have to be your character. Yeah, well, it's, um, but, well, the thing is, uh, and this has actually kind of been an argument on the, on the Discord about just creator wrestlers. Because, because you create your own wrestlers, you can OP the fuck out of them. And it kind of breaks yeah. the balance, is what people have been gotcha. talking about. It, so a lot of people would will only want to use the rostered wrestlers because they're more balanced. You know, it's basically like right. it's basically like any fighting game, like that sort of thing. Like yeah. the creator wrestlers kind of break the whole thing because you can do moves that you will learn through story mode with creator wrestler that you can't necessarily do with the regular roster wrestler. So a lot of people just want to play just the regular ones that are on there, so you're not quote unquote cheating with your creator wrestler or whatever. But for me, I just like to see what people make. I just want to see like their creativity mm-hmm. or whatever. So I've I've already volunteered for the creator wrestler tournament and all that. I'd say it'd be cool if you could like um, at least if you maintained all the stats, but you could just change the skin or whatever. You know what I mean? Like so, you, it could sure. be your character, but it would be the same like uh but it wouldn't be overpowered settings or whatever i mean well they can i think i was listening to i was reading people break it down on the discord it's like a lot of it is like 
you can you can like reverse things that like normal wrestlers wouldn't be able to or also they can kick out of like if their spirit meter is is like low they they can kick out of more i know you can i know you can like earn moves that will like that will make you still kick out even though you're pretty much knocked out like when you're getting pinned and stuff like that so you can really like flip it around and also they have apparently a lot of them have super overpowered super kicks which might create a wrestler has that too but super kicks are fun it's fun to kick people in the face it's great <laughs> you know <laughs> so, i mean so i i have a ton of super kicks on there they're, they're great they're they're a good time but yeah it was uh so last week uh so last thursday i did my first match on the tournament uh i i lost but it was close we kind of went back and forth we because because in this one when you get your special meter and if somebody hits you you're like well i guess it's not your special meter it's your signature meter you get your signature meter and if you don't you do your signature before somebody hits you you'll lose it but our our spirit meters were like at the same place so we kept like kind of going back and forth and reversing each other and our spirit our signature like kept going back and forth and it was really intense but then the other person got the signature move and then got the special move and then the thing that kind of sucks about this game is if you do a special move on somebody, it's almost just like that's the KO and then you can pin them right there and it's over, you know? So, so that's kind of, it's, it's not, the matches aren't as interesting as they would be in an actual AEW event. The AEW event, they, they'll go back and forth. They want you to like always be guessing on what's going to happen, like that sort of thing. But in this game, it's pretty much, yeah, if you can get your special move in there, then you, you probably won that sort of thing. So I lost. I lost the first round. So we have the TBS tournament, and then when you lose, you go to the TNT tournament, which is the Rampage tournament, which is always the lesser show. So then I went and I did my TNT tournament, and I lost that as well. But the first guy that the first guy that I ever talked to on uh, Discord that I mentioned last week, Joe, that I was playing with, um, we're a, there's a there's a tag team tournament going, and we've actually decided to 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 become a tag team. So we've been practicing. So that's been fun. nice. So that's been fun. But he's cool. It's like you started a band. Yeah, kind of. Well, I mean, it was. Well, he 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 approached me and he said, like, "Hey, you know, I thought you were, you know, I thought you were cool to hang out with and talk to online, and and hey, do you want to do you want to tag together? Because well, he was the one that I tagged with on my stream. Like, he came on the stream and and we did and we did a Twitch stream together, tag team and all that. And I was like, yeah, that was a blast. Like, let's let's do that. So last night we were just trying to. We we were we were just practicing, just trying to practice the the tag team and all that. So it was it was it's been fun. And it's it, another great thing about the Discord is, was it Monday night? I didn't stream just because I was kind of stressed about moving and all that. And I and also we had drank a lot and I was just kind of drunk. And I was just, you know, you just go on the Discord and people will be like, hey, you want to play? And I'll be like, yeah. And I called this guy. I don't know his name. His his name on the Discord is Rise, which I found out later. This comes from Monster Hunter Rise. He's a big Monster Hunter fan. But yeah, we just fucking hung out and just played and just played wrestling for like some hours, you know, I was like, Hey, I'm drunk. And he's like, all right. He's yeah. He's like, I'm drinking too. Let's hang out. And I was like, all right, cool. So yeah, we just played matches okay. and just chilled and talked on and talked on discord. And that was, uh, and that was that. And that's what is fun about having a discord about a game that you love. Cause I can't find anybody else to play on there. I still, I was talking to Joe about that. Like I still have, and he said the same thing. I have, I've yet to find a random person online, but these, but some of these other guys got like fucking, they have like they have legendary stats. Like I'm still at rookie because I've never played a ranked match ever because I can't find anybody on here because there's no crossplay. But uh, but yeah, but all these, but but like one of the guy who started the tournament is like number one. It's like the like highest ranked whatever AW are these all Switch, Switch wrestler? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this. Well, the Discord has different. 
has like you know there's like the PC one the the P the PS4 right. or five or whatever but the, but I think the Nintendo one is the biggest actually that that's the one that's actually got the most conversations going on here and and the tournament the tournament that we're doing is all Switch so like there's no other cool. systems involved in that so I was surprised like by the amount of Switch players on there and there are a lot of them so I was like all right that that seems to be that's where like where the big like you know if it was like you if you're looking at the Discord like where the where the, the cool things are happening is is in the switch is in the switch ones like that seemed to be the people who are the most passionate about the game from from what I've talked to so that's cool and it's still kind of it's still kind of buggy as fuck actually the uh, when I was doing the TNT tournament uh, the guy that I played against um, we totally glitched out and uh, and I and it said that he left the match and he's like oh no you you quit you left the match and I'm like dude no you left the match I was like I got it captured I'll show it to you I'll send it to you you know and and so I I, I convinced him to do another match because it was obviously because his character just froze and then it's like all right he left the match and then he accused me of trying to rage quit and I was like listen dude I don't I don't, I don't do that I don't I don't drop I I I will take I will take the pinfall I always will I will never drop out on a on a on an online match not intentionally unless it's something that happens with the internet or I've seen Trey take the L a lot I can attest for that No I I'm not I'm not one of those I'm, I'm just kidding, kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding Well I take the L on this a lot but I mean I don't give a shit really I'm not one of those people that's like oh my god I need to never lose or you know I'm not going to fuck and quit a game like i'd rather just play the game and have a good time you know yeah i know but yeah but, but we we restarted and we had a legit match but it's still it still has its glitchiness like we've uh when i was playing with joe we had some really fun tag team stuff where like you grab a guy and he's like way across the ring but it looks like you're grabbing him but he's nowhere near you and then he gets drug across like there's there's still all this weird glitchy stuff in it but it's still kind of fun so so it's been it's whatever but from what i've heard uh on the slack john said that he's enjoying it so i i like i like that as long as uh you're getting a kick out of it, and he does. And he does notice the similarities to uh, the N64 games, which is pretty obvious if you played those. Like you, even the way the characters move, like when you move them around, they move the same way they did in the 64 one. Like it's obvious. Like just pick Sting or like Jericho, who are actually in the 64 games, and just watch them move around the around the around the ring, and they it's they look exactly the same as they did in the 64 one. So, and I looked up, uh, I looked it up on Wikipedia on the credits and they do actually, they have the same director. So the director, I, I knew they asked the director to be on there, but I thought he was just a supervisor, but he's actually credited as the director of AW5 forever. So, so there you go. But yeah, that's, but that's been fun. It's, it's a game that I've been playing. What else? Oh yeah. Pikmin, Pikmin 4 is coming out this week. I'm super excited about it. I'm so, so excited that I've, uh, that I double dipped on a Pikmin game. I uh what? I don't know I can I it was my own mental gymnastics or whatever basically so I really wanted Pikmin four so I got the Nintendo vouchers of course you know I got the two vouchers and I downloaded Pikmin four you know because I love the demo and I was like this game is great I want to play it I'm super excited about it and then I played through Pikmin one and two both loved both of the loved both of them I haven't gotten all of the treasures on two yet but I have played more of it you know I played through it and I went through some of those uh some of the caves and like finished out the extra like I finished some of the bosses that I hadn't beat yet but I haven't gone to the end one where you fight all the crazy shit and all that which I did I did see some spoilers about what the actual end boss is and that's pretty cool I kind of wish I didn't know but whatever I still want to try to get to it. it it's a cool like cliff it's like a major like heel turn at the end there that you don't expect but yeah and I was playing that and I was like all right, all right I was like well I really want to play Pikmin 3 and I have Pikmin 3 on Wii U but it's kind of inconvenient and then I went out of town I went to Jess's grandma's house for her birthday and I was like 
I was like, well, I'll be out of town, so maybe I should just get Pikmin 3 on Switch because I have this extra voucher. And, and then I started reading up about the extra stuff, like because the, there's a post game on Pikmin 3 that's supposed to be really, really good that was considered some of the best Pikmin stuff ever before 4 was ever released or whatever. So I basically convinced myself to get that. So I got Pikmin 3 again, and Pikmin 3 is, fuck, this game is great. I, for, I mean, I forgot how great. I haven't played it in years, but it, yeah, it's really good. And I put up, I put up a, I put up a poll like asking if graphics were better between three and four. And honestly, I think they're the same. I was watching reviews of four today while we were waiting on the title thing, and I think they look exactly the fucking same. I think I was just like just playing three. I was like, oh my god, it looks so pretty. But then I'm watching stuff of four, and I was like, four looks the same. They're the same game. But not, I mean, yeah. not mechanically, but I think graphically they look very, very similar. But I'm very excited to play four. I wanted to try to get through three, but I have a, I have too much shit to play. There's too much shit I have to play for other things that I just read. I realized that I have to have like, like between like Pikmin and, and other games for another podcast and another game that we got some codes for or whatever. It's like, I, I have no time to play anything. But Pikmin 3 is an awesome game. And, if, and I, I am happy to have it on Switch because I think a lot of it for me was the accessibility. I could play whatever. I'm going out of town next weekend, to, uh, this weekend to go to my mom's house or whatever, and I will be able to play. I mean, Pikmin 4 will be out, but I'll be able to play Pikmin 3 as well whenever. You know, it, it's much easier to have it on my Switch than have it on my Wii U. And that was my, that was like really my major, my main decision of it. It was like, I really want to play Pikmin 3. It's kind of a pain to like dig out the, the Wii U controller. If I put it on the Switch, then I can have it handheld whenever I want. I can take it with me if I need to go somewhere. I can play whenever I want to. So the Pikmin love, uh, took over me and I used my voucher for Pikmin 3. And and the voucher I was basically, I was going to use it for I was planning on using it for like Fire Emblem Engage or something like that. And I was like I was like, well even if I got Fire Emblem Engage I just don't have time to play it right now but I could play Pikmin 3 because it's, it's like because I'm trying to play it anyway to get to Pikmin 4 so that's kind of how I convinced myself. But I, I read a really good article about how some of the, the added post-game stuff was considered like the best Pikmin stuff and they said that it they said that it reminded them of pikmin 2 which i said pikmin 2 is my favorite game so i was like all right because i said it reminded you of the way the caves were in pikmin 2 and i'm like all right well i think i need to play that and the only way i can play that is on switch so i convinced myself to get the switch version but also if you if you remember i didn't pay anything for pikmin 3 on wii u so this is the first time i've actually oh. paid for pikmin because i got it for free for, for mario kart 8 so but it's a cool game you know it's you nice to have you know, you don't have to talk me into it like i also double dipped on it and one of my copies is still sealed so oh yeah well i mean i barely played the one on the switch even though i did buy it i'm sure i mean anybody who's listening to this podcast knows that i uh that i've really fallen in love with pikmin again probably more maybe more than i ever have before it's been maybe it's it's hitting me a lot better now maybe because i wish that i had little creatures to carry my shit from one place to another but it's uh but yeah, no, it's uh, I've really been enjoying all the games. Like they're they're, they're really good, and I love. I, I mean, yeah, you, you don't have to listen to too many of these episodes to know that it, any sort of GameCube remaster has me on board already because I'm a because because I'm the Game Boy the GameCube fanboy here. But it's it's one of my favorite consoles ever. So I love seeing I love seeing more GameCube shit on here. Yeah, I mean, and I think that's a strong bonding point between the three of us as hosts of the oh, show. Oh yeah, so. Yeah, we've all uh, yeah, all three of us had 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 GameCube times, and I will fight. I will fight anybody. I'll fight anybody who says that the GameCube is a bad system because I will tell you right now that you are incorrect, sir. Person, I I mean, I'll say GameCube is good, badass because it's. 
I dropped one on my toe and broke it once. So. <laughs> it's 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 very heavy system that is for even with a handle. You know, you, you might you might accidentally drop it and hurt yourself. Oh yeah, it was very painful, and I, I was like, you know what, GameCube, you're tough. tough <laughs> you know, stance. you know what, GameCube, you're all right. You know, I always thought GameCube was cool. There's a lot of great games on there, and people are realizing that now because their games are very expensive. If you try if you try to buy them, if you didn't have them yet, so. But speaking of which, I mean, I guess this is a sort of a news thing. I thought about mentioning it in the opening, but uh, Mr. What is it? Jeff Grubb, the Grubster, uh, says that Metroid Prime 2 is like supposed to happen soon. The Re- Metroid Prime 2 remaster, re-release, whatever, is right around the corner. So I want the, the, I want to believe. So the thing, let's say it's not going to be a remake, right? It's going to be like... That's what they're a, saying. Well, they're saying that it's not going to get the star treatment that Metroid Prime 1 got. You know what? I'm fine with that. I, mean, he said, I am too. We said it'll still get the modern controls, which that's all I need. I would love to I play better. Metroid Prime 2 again. I've only beat it once, and I played a little bit of it on stream, and it's a weird-ass game, and I would love to play it again in HD. So let's do it. Bring it on there. Let's play it again. That's that. Did you get a chance to play uh, Everdream Va- Valley at all? I saw you. I, I, saw, I tried it for a second. I got a little frustrated. I'm going to go back to it this week, but uh, because I'm going back and forth between PlayStation and uh, Switch, I get my buttons confused and oh, I sure. put all my information in and then accidentally backed out. But I spent like 10 minutes creating my character and put all my info in. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to have to go back to this later because I like couldn't believe I accidentally hit the wrong button and like all that progress was gone. Oh. You know? That, that that was actually that was my nickname uh, or my middle name my player nickname is that I, uh-huh. I I went through all this I I spent a lot of time creating a character face that I thought looked cool you know and then mm-hmm. I forgot to name myself so my character is just called player nickname because I because I didn't put a name in there and I can't go back and change it that's exactly what happened I put my yeah. name in after creating my character and then I accidentally hit the B button instead of the A button no. and it went all the way back to the home screen and then I had to start all over again and I was like fuck this. Because we, we actually got a we got an email from like the pu- the publisher of those games, and they basically yeah. kind of I, I think they probably approached us maybe from the from the gimmick stuff or whatever, and they were just like, hey, we want to put you on a list of, of companies that we want to sell send review codes to or whatever, and let us know if you're interested in anything. And I kind of just looked at what companies they had on there, and I think it's was it Untold Tales is the is the guys who mm-hmm. did uh who did this one who did Everdream Valley, and I saw a Switch Up did a video of it, and I thought it looked really cool. It, it's it's Stardew Valley esque, but it's much different. Like there's these mini games involving like with, with involving the animals, and actually, from what I played of it, it's nothing like Stardew Valley at all. Like I, I have yet to water or plant anything. It's mostly just doing ch- chores for your relatives, which is cool that your relatives are actually alive. Like your your grandparents don't die and give you a farm; yeah. they're still <laughs> alive, and you can talk to them, and they will actually help you and. And you get a dog and a cat, and you can train them, and they can actually do things for you. With a, that, I thought was kind of cool. They have a little like, they have a little like, uh, what do you call it? The the hat that you wear when you graduate. It's a, that's like their learn meter. So it's just a graduation cap, I think. Yeah, yeah. They, they have the graduation cap, but it so like so like with the dog, you'd like throw a stick, and the dog will bring it back to you. And if and if you do like the fetch with the stick with the dog and the stick enough times, uh, the graduation hat will like fill up. And that'll level up depending on like how much the whatever the, the hat is full, and and you can teach the dog to do things to help you or whatever, 
And there's a cat too, but I couldn't figure out what to do to teach the cat. But the cat has the same graduation thing above it. I know, and, and you can pet all the animals and they'll follow you around after you do that, which is really cool. And I saw it on the Switch Up video, I saw that you could ride them also. Like you can like ride the cows and the pigs and all that. I was like, that's cool. And it's all 3D and I, I like the art style. I the art style looked really good and I thought the music was pretty good. But for basically all I did was just, I was just kind of just doing chores for my, for the grandparents that are there. You know, they're like, hey, and, it, and it's, and they, they didn't die. They just, they like got sick for a minute and they couldn't, they couldn't tend to the farm because they were in the hospital or whatever. And that's why the farm's kind of fucked up and you're there to try to fix the farm is basically what's going on with it. But I didn't get to the point where I was actually like planting seeds. I mean, I guess you can plant seeds, but I wasn't like, I was more like, like I fixed the chicken coop and I made places for the chickens to lay eggs and stuff like that. Or I would like, I like cut down the dead trees in the orchard and, and like planted new fruit trees. Like, like, like the, it was different things that I wouldn't normally do in like other farming games. So I, so I liked the, uh, I, I liked the variety of it in that way. So I want to give it a, a God's honest chance. I just give it, give yeah, it another try. Cause I, uh, no, I was just I, think, re- I was I really interested just, in I won't, the game. I won't worry about customizing myself because I don't know. Thinking that it was going to be anything like Stardew Valley from the get go, like I wanted to create a nice character if I was going to be in this game for a while. I mean, uh, you should still so, make a good, still make a character for yourself, but just make sure I don't hit that fucking B button because it's X on the PlayStation and that's the confirm button. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, you could. Well, I mean, can you do that on five? Because on PlayStation Four, you could actually change that. You could move it to where. To where the um where like the okay button would be A or zero. I mean I'm just of, I've gotten used to it from playing so much Souls games. You could do it in the options of the system to flip it around to where it would be. No, I, I believe you can. I yeah. believe there's. A I know you can do it on PlayStation Four. I don't know if you can do it on Five, but I remember that being a big deal on Four where you could switch them like that. And that's I mean I've, I've you know I've kind of I haven't played much much of PS4 lately, but I've had that same thing where I forget yeah i forget which is what because it's yeah it's like why do why do we have to be why does it have to be like this and i'm also trying to play a cadence of hyrule for uh for mike for uh games my mom found which i did ask him i asked him to come out tonight but it was too late and also it's it's fine it's he it just said we would have ended up Let's say, i have i have crypt of the necrodancer but i only ever i barely played yeah, it. yeah that's why i was really hesitant well he, he asked me particularly to do it because our we are a nintendo based show and all that but uh mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um. I was playing it kind of drunk the other night, and I thought I was sort of into it. But yeah, it's still kind of like I don't know. I, I need to spend more time with it. But that'll be out. That'll be out like next week. That that podcast. So hopefully, I'll get to have more time in there. But Some of those indies are just so playing. far out there that it takes a bit to to acclimate. But I mean, obviously, it was a good enough thing that Nintendo saw it and was like, "Holy shit, Crypt of the Neck Dancer." Yeah. <laughs> Crypt of the Necrodancer. Why don't you put Zelda in your game? I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you one thing um, that you that no one could dispute ever. The music is fucking awesome. I'll, I'll give it that. Mm-hmm. Like the soundtrack is amazing, and I've actually I've used it before. Like I used it at a at like a Switch events that that, that Kevin and I did. Like I've totally played it. Like DJed it because it's fucking great. I mean, I mean you would. I mean you would obviously love it, Jeremy. It's the sound. It's the Super yeah. Nintendo one, but kicked up a notch, like with more of a dance mix sort of beat to it, mm-hmm. and it's. And that's kind of when I was playing it sort of drunk. I, that's why I was feeling it. I was like, all right, well, this is this is a link to the past, but a little bit like more clubby 
And if you like, and you think about it, like where you where you're like moving it, like as you would nod. The pink your head. hair makes more sense. Now. Yeah, it, it, as you would nod your head to the off beats, that's the way you're supposed to do it. Where you move, and actually, you can you can turn that completely off as well, which Mike told me about, which I didn't know. You can completely turn off turn off the beat thing, and if you turn off the beat, it basically turns into like super hot, where like the bad guys only move when you move. So then it becomes a little more strategic, which is kind of cool too. So I am kind of excited to play more of it, but but that's what I've been doing. Cool. Do you mind if we take a real quick break? Yeah, sure. But anyway, what have you been doing? So anyway, what have I been playing this week? Well, I played a lot more Tears of the Kingdom. I'm still not putting that game down. Yeah, you're still uh, you're still on that. I uh, was it been a month since I played it? I don't know. I don't remember when I played it last. It's been like two or three weeks, something like that. Mostly, I just threw it on and I'm like looking at those stars that I made and trying to get to those shrines. And I actually got to one of those shrines this week, so I'm at 145. Okay, I, I was like, I was like, I, I'm like, what are you doing? Are you just making weird? machines and just flying around or i did that as well (laughs) Um, i've been trying to max out my battery and i'm at where i have one and a half of the second you know because it goes all the way up and then it starts over again i've got one and a half thingies left so i'm almost done with that like collecting the big zonite the large zonites and then i also uh spent a bunch on uh the you can buy these arrow tips that are essentially what the ancient arrows were in breath of the wild Oh, okay. So you attach yeah, yeah. them to arrows, and they do a one-hit kill. And that's what I did for that. There's a coliseum of Lionels. So I think it's like. Six. Oh, I've, I've I've seen that. Yeah. Oh, well, I've seen videos. That's what I, I haven't gotten to it, but I, I'm familiar with it. I I just went there with the uh with those, and I like I thought I I like thought I had enough because I had I've gotten to the fourth one before, you know, without using the ancient arrows and uh whatever they're called in this. I can't remember what they're called, but it's something else. It's a it's an attachment, but uh you have to spend 50 Zonite on a certain robot that makes them for you. But I, I thought I had enough because I made it to the fourth one. So I'm like, well, just in case I'll do five. So yeah, I had to go around and farm Zonite for a long time to, uh, cause they're 50 each. So I have to just run around and like farm it in the, in the depths. So I finally did. And then I went in and I, <laughs> I used it. And then, uh, there's another guy that came out. 
there's there's still at least one more Lionel, and he had a giant um a a, a giant ball with spikes on it. Whatever that's called, a mace, a huge mace, and he was after me, and he killed me real quick. So I was like, oh shit. So yeah, um, I had to go back and cry some more, but eventually I did uh, get that piece of gear, which I won't spoil it for you because it wasn't that cool. Oh, <laughs> uh, whatever the Lionel thing is. I mean, it's cool, but it's like is it a, is it a Lionel main? You get a main? No, you get that <laughs> from someone else. Um, it's actually just it's cool, but like it's useless to me because I've already beat the game. So any nothing's really. I mean, is anything? <laughs> I mean, I, get, I, I was like, what? I, I I try to figure out what your desire is. Well, I figured you were trying to find all the all the shrines, but you're not even doing that. You're just farming. Zone. Well, I am. It's just no, I am doing that. It's just. I'm so late game that there's just not. They're flipping from one thing. It to takes another. a lot of time. Well, it takes a lot of time to find them. And uh, yeah, there might be a lot of steps you have to do instead of just going right to them as well. And and you, you have all the ones on the ground, right? Or is no, it... no, I think I'm missing some. Oh, you, you just can't find the because you know where they are because you found all the roots, but you can't find the cave that takes you to them. Correct. Yeah, which can be really annoying. And we talked about that before about how it's enjoyable for two of these other people on the show that isn't me to walk around for multiple hours to try to find this cave that will take you to the thing. And I'm just like, this is annoying. I will look up right now on my phone and find where it is because some of those, some of those, it took me a really long time to try to find it, but I'm like, I don't want to leave. And cause if I leave and I won't come back. So I just, I'm just like, my rule is usually it. once I've like finished the game, I'll start looking up stuff to finish it. So I did actually look up where to go to get, so I wanted the whole, uh, I had found the Fierce Deity Mask. I wanted to find the rest of the armor. So I did that. And then I ended up doing some other quests. And uh, yeah, all this stuff. I don't know. I just kind of fell back into it because I was just running around doing side quests. And I still find it fun. I, I think sure. when it comes to the open world experience, there's so many open world games, but this is the only one where it feels like a physical space where you're like interacting with it in a realistic, physical way. It's also bringing all the loves of Jeremy in here, right? Like, you, you got the building stuff. Like, you love Minecraft, so you got the building in there. And also, it has, like, the... Even though they, they, they specifically said that they didn't take it from Elden Ring, but it still feels like Elden Ring, right? It has that Dark Souls feel. I mean, I've been it, saying it, that it, since in the, the first In the underworld and all that. We talked about it, yeah. That's what I'm just it's saying. It has, it has things that you, that you love in there, so that's why you keep keep gravitating towards it. You know? Yeah, Nintendo officially said, like, we didn't have time to play Elden Ring. We were making... Yeah, yeah, I heard. Which, yeah, I heard. That. I believe. I mean, well, I mean, this—it's it's a big fucking game. I, I believe that they probably hadn't been playing anything, you know. And we, I mean, even like even people that we've talked to who are doing like smaller games, you know, even like NES games or whatever. Like, not that you would say they're any less, but I'm saying that interviews that we've done with developers, I feel multiple times they've been like, "I'm not playing anything because I'm just developing shit." Or even like talking to other people who do podcasts, and I know this, they're just like. Even when we talked to like Jeffrey Wittenhang, and he's like, "I'm not playing anything. I'm just editing." You know, it's like, yeah, that's that's the life. You know, yeah. Or or editing, or I, I you know, editing or writing, or do, you know, just just you know, doing he stuff, was working on doing stuff about games, games, but not actually necessarily playing games. You know, basically just reminiscing more yeah. than actually playing them. But that's the you know that's the thing. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I still have fun in this world. I think it's for me. I can just turn it on mindlessly. I think I've been doing it for so long. Also, like. Almost Sometimes 300 like, hours, I think. I'll just realize I'm sitting, I like, I'll, I'll sit down on the couch and all of a sudden I realize I'm just up in the sky, flying around, doing something like, you know, like, just kind of fucking around. Like you said, building weird vehicles. I've been trying to, uh, 
I found, I, I'm sure I could have gotten it a long time ago, but I found out how to get access to the uh, Hudson cutouts. Yeah, I saw that. that. Are all over the place. And I started trying to build stuff with that. I had so much fun with that. And in fact, I mean, you get access to them after you go under, right? When you when you build your house yeah, yeah, and all yeah. that. Yeah. So it's pretty, it's pretty early. But um, I, had, I said earlier when I, when I built the replica or try to do the replica of our house. Um, so I got, I ended up doing this thing where I, it was the Hudson shootout. And I attach Hudson to the, because uh, you can attach the cart that is in Terrytown. You can attach whatever you want to it and then send it going. As long as you attach a battery, it'll go all the way around the track. So I attached Hudson cutouts to it. And then if I hit Hudson, then it would stop moving. So you would know you hit it and then it would come back and you collect the arrow back from it. And I was just like thinking like, what are different like target games that I can do? So I attached Hudson to like a wheel and like put it to where it was like ducking behind, but then it would like, come back you know up kind of like a target you know target sure, practice yeah. thing and, do some and so, throw some like games I, in there. there i was having so much fun with that i probably spent three or four hours just building things with hudson cutouts and just seeing what i could do with them and uh yeah this game's golden for the right customer which i apparently am i mean i, I, I knew you were a big minecraft fan and there's a lot of building in it you know I'm starting to get to where I, I'm interested in, like, and the, the mixture, the mixture of the Dark Souls as well in there. Like the well, the, the depths yeah. is very Dark Souls ish, is what people tell me. I don't know. I don't play this. And it's got you know, it's definitely got RPG elements, which always works well for me. That's true. Yeah, you use and yeah, costumes, yeah, costumes. You, you unlock parts to create better weapons and that sort of thing. But otherwise, this week's mostly been about playing. Uh, I'm still avoiding finishing the Pikmin demo. I will though. It's like it's like two days away. I, mean, I will be buying it. I will be talking about. I, it. I've seen the. Well, I mean, I I posted on the Slack. Uh, the reviews are looking really good. IGN gave it a nine. Um, it's everybody's real positive about it. I I think it looks amazing. So I'm I, I mean I'm a little worried about the playtime for the price. But no, that that's what I that's what I'm wondering. Well, what I'm I I, I watched because I was doing all this house shit. Um, I watched basically watched some of the videos on silent because I didn't have headphones with me or whatever. But I was like, oh, this game looks so pretty. But uh, <laughs> but no, I, I, no, I'm curious about that because, like I said, my favorite Pikmin, Pikmin 2, Pikmin 2 had like, you know, you could get to the credits in like 12 hours, but then the game kept going for another like 10 hours. So I was hoping that they do something similar to that where like, or even Pikmin 3 when they re-released it on Switch, why I bought it again. It's like you beat it in like 10 hours, but then they, but they just added stuff after that that wasn't. It's like it's like the it's like the Bowser's Fury of of Pikmin three or whatever. It's like here's the here's the new shit, and I think they added some beginner shit too, some prologue stuff as well. So I'm hoping that that this does the same thing. But I already I don't know, I already vouchered it, so it's already downloaded. But yeah, I'll be getting it this week. I I mean I'm hoping actually I need to I may not get it this week. I may wait till next week. But I'm just saying I really like the Pikmin demo, and I just didn't want to finish it because. But yeah, like you said, it's so close. So. Just gotta get a little bit more sparkly. Yeah, let's go get let's get a little PS5 over here because my PS5 is back in steady rotation. So this week I decided, hey, let's play some stuff on the PS5 that I have been putting off buying on the Switch that I could probably just get for free, which I did realize that I, since I have uh, oh, it was PS Plus, yeah, you have whatever the would it has to be like mid tier, right? Like it's because I have PS Plus regular and you don't get anything for it. But there's an extra. It's like premium and extra or whatever. I think you have to be like premium to get anything. I, I'm just, I'm just PS Plus regular just to play online, and you don't get shit for that. But you have to get it. Yeah, yeah. I'm one step for, above that. I actually, yeah. I think you still get free games for that. Like 
once a month. But not not for my level. I looked. Okay, you don't get anything for it. You just get a slap in the face. No, no, you you, you just get you just get to play Street Fighter Six online. That's what you, that's what you need. To okay, do. well, I, yeah, I probably am paying for one up, and I had like um the free trial or whatever. It's only like a month though, for like a special price for the first month or something. But anyway, I was just like, you know what, I want to try some games out, but. What I was getting on there, I was like, oh, there's these new games that came up. And so the first one I ended up playing was Lawnmower Simulator. I'm like, I've always wanted to play one of these uh, simulator games. I mean, you got a lawn. I don't ever want to, I don't want to pay real money for it, though. I mean, you got a lawnmower, right? So, you know, I have a real lawn and a real lawnmower. Is it like, uh, is it anything like, well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you played it. I was going to say, is it anything like the side games of of, uh, No More Heroes? I was wondering if you were going to say that. No. When there's anything about lawns, I just think about No More Heroes, where you're just like dancing and doing the lawn. Like, that's, I mean, our lawn is mostly weeds, but if I ever mow the lawn, uh, I will do those dances from No More Heroes. Well, so a big part of it is that these are uh, all riding mowers, as far as I can tell. I don't think you can Mm. do a push mower. So I've only ever done push mowers on my own property. Of course, obviously, I've done like landscaping stuff in the past. I've talked about it on the show, but I've done, um, you know, I know how to operate a riding lawnmower and all that but i've never needed it for my own personal use plus i can't afford it you have a self-propelled one right i mean where there aren't any no right you don't no i just have it i have a battery operated one well no uh, i mean so i never have to buy gas but i mean but the the push mower like this was something my mom got this like in the 90s but i figured maybe they all that maybe they don't all have that anymore where like you you like have a grip thing that you grip and it like it will pull it so you don't have to push it. Well, it's the reason for that, that being that it was a gigantic combustion engine powering it, whereas now it's a electronic motor. Oh, okay. That's what I'm using. So I, it weighs like nothing. Like I can pick the whole thing up sure. with one hand. I, I, I haven't I, in my head. I haven't mowed a lawn since 1998. So back when I was 18, things have changed. Still lives in my mom's <laughs> house. But no, I mean we and, and it wasn't even you know we're in Illinois. There's like no hills. But it, but it did feel like, you know, when I was doing the back, it, it, it was felt like a fucking chore. It's not like, you know, if you see the old Simpsons where they have the the lawnmower where you push it and it has the blades that just move around with with you pushing it. It wasn't that bad, but still it was like really hard to push it. And, you know, it had like a little, it just had a little lever that you would grip down. And we got it towards the end, like the, cu- the couple years before I left. And yeah, you would hold and then it would pull and you didn't have to push it. But now it, now it. It, it, you know, the big thing now it. are the zero turn ones, and that's what I, if I ever had the money and I wanted a mower in real life, I would want one of them guys because they are like, um, well, they're, they're literally like it's a special kind of motor and like gear mechanism, but like it turns on a dime where it's like, so you go you go to the end of the row and you rotate 180 degrees in the spot without, yeah, and, and then you don't have to worry about going outside. over and then coming back or something. Exactly. So well, that's kind of what like, I did with the self-propelled you one. Want. You just you just don't propel it. You just you let go right. of it and then you turn and then you hit it again and then you come back. You know, yeah. That sort of thing. And you know what? My lawn's small enough that the the little guy I got. I think I spent like two hundred bucks on it a couple summers ago, and I've already gotten my money's worth out of it versus paying somebody to mow my lawn. So um, and I just recharge the batteries. And it does its job okay. And I think as far as I could tell, the uh, construction of it is simple enough that i hopefully could just sharpen the blade like a normal mower but who knows maybe one day it'll just 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 tie it to your stomach and turn it on and and just go to a place of zombies and say party's over it did break part of it broke (laughs) 
and I fixed it with like I don't know. You'd have to, you just have to see it. It's like strapped in in a weird way to how I made it like keep working, but it works fine. I just wanted you to reenact that scene. It's from, technically from, broken from Dead Alive, and just be like, "Party's over," and then you just kill a bunch of zombies with a lawnmower strapped to your chest. It'd be amazing. I kick ass for the Lord. Yeah, That's that, the best part. Yeah, that guy died before the lawnmower chest part, but he was cool. I know, he was cool too. That's the best. <laughs> the best. The best part. Time. The best part of that movie. If we could sidetrack for a minute, which I still think is hilarious. And, and I think you probably pointed this out when we watched it before. The best part is when he goes to the fuck, when he like has the, the zombie baby and, and they go to the park and like, <laughs> and, he, and the, and the baby's like yelling and he's like punching him in the face. And then he's like walking around and it's obviously, a, it's obviously like a six foot tall person walking around and then it, Cuts to like the little baby, like the puppet, or what? That whole that whole scene is fucking hilarious. Just like how giant he is when he's walking around versus when he's the when he's the little baby, and he's like, and he's punching a baby in the park next to all these people, like trying to be nice to their kids or whatever. Like that whole part is amazing. Love it so much. <laughs> I didn't need to watch that movie again. It's been a while. You should. We did, yeah, we did. We did see it on the big screen. The best, best, P- best Peter film. Jackson movie. Well, no, the best Peter Jackson movie is Heavenly Creatures, but it's the number two Peter Jackson movie, Lord of the Rings. Whatever. Dead alive. I commented Heavenly, on Heavenly Creatures Instagram the other day. I just said best. the greatest tenor, but she didn't. Oh. Uh, I'm Melanie Linsky, like um, I follow her on Instagram because she's been. Oh, I follow her on Twitter, and I've actually I've tried to pick fights with people in the comments about her. That tried to say shit on her. I was like, "Have you ever seen Heavenly Creatures? She will fuck you up. You be careful." Yeah, I've, I've drunkenly no, tried to fight with the commenters. Fuck oh yeah, no, she's amazing. She's have, have she's you, one of my favorites. I'm sure I mentioned it before. You've seen Yellow Jackets, right? Uh uh-uh. oh. Oh, you have to see it. Like, get a Showtime. Get get like a free month of Showtime. Like Yellow Jackets is amazing. It's basically like uh, so this like girls this girls soccer team uh, gets like land. They they basically crash land in the mountains and. They have to fend for themselves, and Melanie Linsky plays one of the main characters in the future. It's basically like Alive meets Twin Peaks. It's fucking wonderful. I loved it so much. And there's like kind of a little bit of a hint of Supernatural in there. Like that first season was amazing, and the second season was great too. We've watched both of them. I've the whole reason to get Showtime at all is to watch Yellow Jackets. But Melanie is it Lin- an odd, is it like continuing or did it get canceled? No, or? it's continuing. No, they renewed it. Well, they renewed it, but they didn't shoot season three because. Right. I mean, do, I mean, do we want to get it? I have to. I have to mention it. We it, because of the writer strike and the SAG strike, which I mean, we've said a little bit of it, but, but you know, we're we're a podcast. We talk about entertainment things or whatever. And you know, John John's a writer. I'm a sound recorder. Um, it's kind of fucking up both of our lives here. Yeah, everything is everything is stopped. It was already a slow slow year for me, and now there's now the SAG actors are striking as well. Which which how I feel. Everybody should strike. If we all strike, then maybe it'll maybe we can figure shit out quicker, right? Well, anybody that doesn't is going to be a, a scab, especially an actor at this point. Yeah, well, I mean, I you know, I I don't know, like you know, John was going to do that movie that didn't happen, or maybe didn't. I figured it probably didn't happen because of the SAG thing. And I was supposed to do a movie this year as well, and I haven't hit him up about it, but I figured it probably isn't because we would have. I mean, even I, I, even on some of the indie stuff that I did where I didn't make much on it, we still had SAG actors, you know, like everybody's standing together on it as they should. And the crazy thing about the SAG thing, I'm, I'm sure you read this, like that they were this idea about like where you 
get paid like one day to be an extra and then they steal your likeness forever through yeah. artificial intelligence like that is the fucked AI up shit. fuck that that is garbage did you see where people were protesting in la and like they uh i can't remember which lot it was but they like trimmed all the trees so there was no more yeah shit. yeah yeah i saw that recently yeah where there was like they never trimmed the trees but they did today because there were people under there yeah yeah and the dead of like in the in the like in the middle of a drought in California in the middle of July, like no, like that. And technically, like I think the the city might be getting involved in that, but I imagine they'll just get a fine. It won't be major. You've talked before about how much uh, how great Fran Drescher is, and now we all know that she's much that she's much greater because she's the head of the SAG now. She's the one. Oh yeah, she's Fran the, she, nice. she's the true Sarah Connor. Uh, she's the true yeah. uh, fighter against the Terminators and all that. Like I, I've seen, it's true. About she that. really is Sarah Connor, yeah. isn't she? She is. She that. is the real life Sarah Connor. Yeah, she's out there trying to trying to feed artificial intelligence and all that. No, it's a. Uh, I wanted to mention it on the show. We mentioned it before, but I feel like I've explained it way too much to too many people, like because of family outings or whatever. But just you know, it started because writers, because of streaming services, basically because. Uh, Writers used to get residuals for like whenever shows were played again or reruns or whatever, which you'll hear about that because the last time that the writers and the actors struck struck at the same time, Ronald Reagan, blah, 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 it was in the 60s and they use reruns to, you know, before reality television, that's where they have, they found something to play on the, on the TV at the time. But I feel like that's where they came to that, to that agreement probably where it's like, all right, well, if you, I wrote this thing. If you play it again, you should pay me for it. And same for the actors would get paid again for it. But the thing is now, like with the streaming services, it's like, who knows how many times somebody has watched like Stranger Things or like, or like Orange is the New Black or whatever. And nobody is getting residuals for any of these things. You know, on, in the TV world, like if you get a certain amount of episodes, it would get in syndication and then you get residuals for it. And they had a, they had a system for that, but they don't have that now. And no one knows how many times the episodes they've watched have has been the episodes they've written have been watched or whatever, and they're getting nothing from it. And it's I don't know. And and, and yeah, the it, I feel like the producers. It, it's like it feels like that South Park episode where it's like, and and because and because of Napster, uh, Metallica only had nineteen planes instead of twenty two planes. You know, like like that sort of thing. Like that that's, that's what yeah. I'm thinking of when I see this. It's like. Oh my God! The producers—they—they—they they, they may have like sixteen private planes, and one of them might not have an aquarium in it. It's like, who cares? Like, fucking pay your people! Like, seriously. No, they're gonna like they—they're bluffing. Like, you know, they—they they feel like they have the cards. I'm talking about the producers. They feel like they have the cards yeah. in their hands right now, but they don't. You're never going to—you're never going to replace real people. It's just not. Yeah. yeah, the artificial intelligence thing was really fucked up. Like with that, to the, I mean, you should not be able to steal somebody's likeness. It's so stupid. Use it when it, like you don't want to hire extras anymore. Like, come on! Like a lot of people live off. I guess of that. supposedly James Earl Jones has sold his to someone, or I don't know. To Disney. True? Well, his voice. Yeah. Disney. Well, it, well, he retired of as of being a uh, of being yes of being Darth Vader, and yes, they do use an artificial program to recreate Darth Vader's voice. So if you watched. Obi-Wan on Disney Plus, you hear the artificial intelligence recreation of Charles Jones. But and they not don't the have actual to pay Darth him Vader. anymore because they just bought his. That books. that I don't know. I was, ho- I mean, me as being a decent person, I thought that they would pay him something for that because he is someone who created this character, but maybe not. I mean, he's he's like in his, he's in his 90s. Like, he's pretty old, so I don't know. Yeah, he's a 90s kid. 
Yeah, I, I was just, you know, you know, people asked me about how my job's doing, and I was like, well, let, let me tell you about two strikes or whatever. And I just try to yeah. explain, I just try to explain how I'm not working anymore because, and I thought that it wouldn't necessarily affect me because I work more in reality than, than scripted things. But the, the, but the problem is, is that everybody is looking for jobs. So any job that is out there, there's like hundreds of sound mixers trying to get into the same job. So yeah, that sort of thing. Anyway, uh, yes, we support SAG. We support WGA. Like seriously. We do as a podcast, but goddamn, I really hope that you can get some work, like to some capacity, because you. Need I, it. I did. I did get a call. You just I bought did. a goddamn house. Exactly. Well, I did get a call for next week for 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 a job for for a day. I don't feel like you're crossing With, without line, like you're, without you're like no no sag actors. This is all this is all uh, mm-hmm. reality. Uh, it's well not real. It's all interview stuff. So, but I yeah. did get a call back from a thing I did last year. So that's cool. But yeah, no, I haven't. Yeah, whatever. It's you know we're we're all we're all fighting for the same thing, and it's also like yeah, a lot of people are out of work, and it's whatever. But yeah, we know. No, I was saying we 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 support it. I support it. Support all yeah. of it, and and you should. And I thought about. I mean, I, I honestly thought about canceling all of my streaming services. I thought about it. I would cancel all of them except for my digital cable because I want to keep watching AEW. That <laughs> I I wouldn't get rid of that one. That's the one that I watch on the regular. But. I mean, but it's, yeah, I felt a little torn, you know, it's like, uh, it's like, you know, I like having a good amount of digital services, services, but they're also fucking everybody over. So it's kind of like, what do we do here? I don't know. I might go back to just finding shit on YouTube. Like it's not as easy as it used to be, but it's why I, I mean, most, most of the things I watch actually, when I have my own dinner, like late night dinner, or whatever, I mostly just watch YouTube nowadays. I, well, I mostly just watch reviews or, or podcasts or whatever, or last, or like last night I just watched, uh, videos of AEW fight forever secrets like that sort of thing so but sean and i have you know we have our shows we're following but like there's all these gaps where we're just like well why do we have these services like we're barely watching them like you know she's been re-watching uh uh, grace and frankie which is a great show but it's like i mean that show's done you know it's like we're re-watching something we don't need netflix just to watch you can torn that shit (laughs) <laughs> and that's like there's nothing else really that we're watching on Netflix. I want I've been like looking up some weird a- anime lately and I've been watching some weird ass anime this week actually. But, there you go. Um uh, I mean I don't I liked it. I watched I can't remember what it's called, which is sad because it's an entire series. But I watched the entire series and it was about a uh it's like feudal Japan and it's a it's like a harem of men because all the men died. Like the population has become like there's like one man for every five women or something. Why the last man? Because the of, anime? It's a bit like it's a bit like Children of Men, but not quite the same. I mean, but you, women are you... women are women are still reproducing, but if a male is born, like they'll die really young usually, and it's this disease. But I mean, but you know about Why the Last Man, right? That's a comics series that was written. Maybe that's what it's. Based it was, on well, I mean, it was kind of a. I mean, it was sort of important in our in Jess and I's relationship. Because in on our dating profiles, we both referenced characters from Why the Last Man. No, uh, uh, yeah, Why the Last Man, and they did have a series on Hulu. It only had one season, but I thought it was pretty good. But uh, but no, the the idea of Why the Last Man is basically like I'm going to get the actual title. Is it, it, all as all of the men die except for one dude, Yorick, and uh, and he's kind of an idiot, but he uh, but he's the only dude alive that they know of. But then, of course, as the story goes, there are other men alive that you find later. But it's all about genes, and he has a and he has a monkey friend named Ampersand that comes with him. 
The comic is really good. Uh, Brian K. Vaughn. He's written a lot of good shit. Look, look him up. He wrote Saga as well. You read that. He was the writer of Saga. Well, I've actually, I've actually been reading Saga. The whole, well, I was saying the whole, the whole reason I ever read Saga was because I read all of Why the Last Man, which was the one that was what told me about Brian K. Vaughn. Actually, there was a rumor that Brian K. Vaughn was going to do a Gundam movie, which I was like, uh, yes, please do that. He's a great writer. Look, look up his comic credits. He has a lot of good shit out there. Gosh, I can't find what the name of this was. It, it, it had a weird, 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 it was like oh, double O something. It was just on Netflix and I watched the whole series. But yeah, it was literally like the whole thing was kind of like, it showed like a little bit of a history and then it went back like a hundred years and showed some more. Like basically you saw a story and you followed a character from the time they joined the, because like there's so few men in the world that he's just like giving his seat away for free so women can reproduce. And uh, and then he finds out he can get like inducted into the 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 royal hall of like the the you know the head samurai, which is a woman, because women have taken over all rules and like kind of like a, an opulence, like a statement of opulence, like because they're leaders, they have their own harem of like four hundred men that they only have access to, even though they're like so rare. And I don't know, it's so it's it's a really interesting and and there's like a whole like heel turn like sort of thing that happens in it where. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to spoil anything, but I can't remember what it's called. There's there's two O's in a row in it. <laughs> it's like oh oh my, or it's the name of the whatever the name of the harem of males is called. That it's double O something, and that's like the inner like sanctum of the of like the harem, and you're not allowed to like speak to the outside world about it. There's a whole like political system. It's almost like a prison show. Sure, but it's about like samurai dudes in a harem. I don't know. It's interesting. Not, not, not to, not to bring it back to uh, the WGA strike, but so I just, just for the fun of it, I looked to see if Why the Last Man was still on Hulu, and it's not. And this, I mean, I'm sure you've heard of this, right? I mean, if you liked anything, uh, shits. So basically, the, it, it seemed like the streaming services' original response to the writing strike was, "Let's pull off all of their stuff. Let's pull it off of the streaming service, so no one can watch it." So. If there is something where there will be residuals, no one can find it. And that was really fucked up. Like, they did that with the Willow TV show, which I loved. Like, they pulled that from Disney, where, like, you can't find it anywhere. And I guess they did the same thing for Star Trek Prodigy, which I love that, too. The, the cartoon. Like, the the Nickelodeon cartoon. And they had a second season. They already renewed it. And then they just, like, pulled it completely off of, off of uh, Paramount+. Plus. And I was like, fuck you. Paramount Plus has really lost their way. I miss when it was just all about Star Trek, and now they're like, "No, what? No more, no more Star Trek." Is what it seems like. But uh, but uh, but I was I was going to say you should watch Why the Last Man on Hulu, but you can't anymore because it's not there because they don't want to play. They don't want to pay the writers. They don't want to. They want to pay Brian. They want to pay Brian K. Vaughn of Saga because I was going to say watch that season. That watch that first season. It was good, but it's but they pulled it. It's not. It's not on Hulu anymore. So that's uh, that's stupid. But yeah, uh, Melty Blood. Tell me about it. I heard it's a great fighting game. Have you heard that? Uh, well, I mean, uh, I, I heard people talk well of it. I mean, it has a great, it has a great name. At least it's got a good name. For me, it felt a lot like a Street Fighter, and that's why I actually did well on it. I, of course, I played on whatever the suggested difficulty level is. I threw it on story mode, picked a random character, and got a I lot saw of quarter credits. circles in there. Uh, and backs, uh, back half circles actually are really important in the game. From at least the characters I played, I played with a few characters, but I only saw credits with the one. Then I actually stupidly got online and yeah, I got my ass handed to me so quick. But it was one of those. Uh, so I, I guess yeah, it was a included in my PlayStation Plus. So uh, yeah, I was trying these games out. 
Melty Blood just got added today or yesterday or I don't know within the last few days. So, but one I really wanted to try was my friend Pedro because John's talked about it oh, so yeah, much. John's talked I, about I, about I won't that talk no about end. it a lot this. I think I'll wait until John's back on the show to bring it up, and I'll keep playing it. But I will say it's like the best friends took, are talking banana. Yeah, I would say it's a bit like if you took Hotline Miami and uh, you know Katana Zero, and then you kind of made yourself a bullet sponge, and then you kind of conveniently arrange all the enemies to where you can just massacre them because the idea is to just do a massacre so like there's definitely strategy involved and i know like that's why i'm saying i kind of want to wait till john's show i'm sure john's going to be like you know in higher difficulties this that and the other it's not going to feel quite the way it does but so far in the early parts of the game i'm just kind of like okay so i'm just mopping the floor with all these bad guys and then i win and then i play another level and then i just do that again i'm, I'm sure i, I, I would again. i would hope i mean i i respect john's opinion i would think that it would escalate from there yeah there's yeah. a really cool mechanic that i've never had in a game before where while you're aiming one direction you hold down the l button and then you can select to separate like your your left button stays aimed to where it is and then your other arm sticks out with another gun and they aim that, and then you're shooting yeah. with two arms at the same time. That's pretty fucking badass when it works well. And uh, I think that's probably kind of where I'm going to find the fun in the game because there's also the spin move you do where your arms are outstretched, and then you use that to dodge projectiles, and then you're also shooting at the same time. So I kind of I, I see where you know I only played it for maybe like 20 minutes, but I can kind of see the appeal. I just between something that's so fine tuned like. It didn't feel as fine tuned as like Katana Zero, where yeah, everything just kind of seems like you gotta do it right or you're fucked. Like this really just kind of is more forgiving, okay. and that's why I'm just a little bit more like I don't know yet about it. But Katana Zero was yeah, it was really good. On average, the enemies take three hits each to kill. In fact, I think as long as you hit them like in the head area, one, two, three, they're dead every time. Like clockwork. I don't know something about that just takes it takes away the like the fun of the, the one hit kill that you would get other games. And, and you know, and then the, if you're going to die one hit too, that's a fun little, yeah, I don't know. I want to, I, I want to talk to John about it more. I mean, that, that was, that was what was so brilliant about Katana zero, right? Whereas like everyone was one hit. So like you hit everybody and they die in one hit, but you can die in one hit as well. Exactly. And they did the same thing with the, what was it? The ghost ninja, whatever the fuck it's called. I own it. I played the demo and loved it and then bought it. Didn't play it the rest Inu of the Yasha or whatever. No, no, it's it's the it's it's basically a first person. It's basically a first person Katana Zero that's on Switch. Ghost Trick? No, Ghost Trick. No, that's a puzzle game. No, you, you know what Ghost Trick is. Come on, uh, I'm not gonna look it up right now. Uh, you can find it on your own. But uh, you know, it's uh, it, it it was it's something like that. But it, no, it's basically Katana Zero in first person. And yeah, mm. you die in one hit, and everybody else dies in one hit. And it's one of those things where like. You, you'll go through one thing multiple times, but when you hit it the right way, it's, like, incredibly rewarding. Like, when you do it where it's, yeah. like, boom, 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 and you, like, run on the walls, and you jump up, and you hit another one, and, and you got a sword, and you got a gun, and, yeah, it's really good. But, yeah, I will say, lastly, the thing I played that kind of took me by surprise was I played Slime Rancher. I've been hearing about this for a long time. I've, I've literally said, like... Oh, you heard about it from me. I, I bought it on Switch and played it yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you got bit. the portable edition. I like the idea of it. I mean, I, I honestly, I wish I would have played it longer. But no, I, I thought you would like it because of the economy. Because there's sort of like a what is it? Um, there, there's like its own stock option, sort of, where like different yep. slimes become more popular depending on the market 
Whatever. Yeah, there, there's a market, market changes. So there's totally yeah. like a conversion a conversion thing in um no that's like oh man that's one of the coolest parts but no i love i love this game uh i pl- i probably put four or five hours into it in the past couple of days just like i'll turn it on and i just can kind of just zone out and go around and do just do chores you're setting up little farms with your little slimes and they produce plorts anyone who are friends anybody who likes this show I just want you to go back and confirm that I told you when I got it that you would like it. And I know, but I was like, I, I'm going <laughs> to say, like, without even going back to check, I bet I said something along the lines of, I'm scared to play that game. It looks oh, because like it, like it would become too, it. yeah, too, uh, yeah, too addictive. And I literally, as soon as I got home from work today, like, I was thinking about it at work. I got home and I booted it up right away and, like, started playing it. I played it for at least two hours today. It's very addictive. It's very, it's got that Minecraft like sound design where like the, like the little poppy sounds are just, and Stardew does it too. A lot of games do that where it's just, you're getting those little endorphin blops because you're doing something right. And uh, yes, it's great. I have a bunch of little farms going. I just started, I think I got to the point in the game where I'm unlocked all the areas I can at the moment for, with uh, money, orps, whatever they call it. I mean, you change them for money, but uh, yeah, I've opened, I've unlocked all the like areas you can unlock from like the hub world, and I've like got all the spaces occupied with different farms and stuff and different uh, enclosures, and I've just been having a heck of a great time playing it. And, and it's it's kind of funny, like aside from Elden Ring, this is the best time I've had on my PS5 is with this game, and I'm just like, we haven't wow. played Final Fantasy 16 yet. Yeah, I will have played the demo. Yeah, I mean, you had a good time with it, though. No, this is way more fun. This is way more fun. This game's really good. It's a really good game, and I, I understand why it's such a hit. <laughs> so, I mean, I like it. I like it a lot. And, you know, it's great that I just get to kind of... I guess it's not technically free, but you know, it's probably something I'll be talking about it for a little while. You know, the other good thing about this game is there is an in-game, so it won't be something that goes forever. That's probably sure. Good. I, I should go back to it, because... It's uh, I paid money for it, but it's free to me now because I own it, so I can play it whenever I want to. <laughs> the, uh, the the game that I was trying to think of earlier is called Ghost Runner. For anybody who's curious about Ghost Runner, okay. about the first person Katana Zero game, and I hope that Ghost Runner is someday free on PlayStation Plus, so you can play it. Because, well, I mean, you can play the demo on Switch, but I thought it was really cool. But it's one of those. It is one of those games where you're gonna want to break your controller at times. Because you're yeah. gonna, you want to have that specific thing, and it's not gonna work. But you're gonna be so close to it where you're gonna be like, you're gonna get frustrated about it. But when you get there, you're gonna feel it, and it's gonna, and it, it will feel great. It's like one of those things where it's where you're kind of pissed, but you still want to play it. And when you get to it, it feels incredibly rewarding. So yeah, check out check out the demo of Ghost Runner, the first person Katana Zero. But no, it feels the same way where one hit you get killed or one hit you hit a, you kill everybody, and you jump on walls and you can fucking you know slice people in half when you're with your katana and all that. And I thought it was really good. It was good enough that I bought it, but then uh, only played the demo. Didn't actually play the pot version. Maybe because I was a little scared of of that. What I was just saying about the grip that it has on you. Yeah. Where it's like I want to get, I want to get to this, and I don't want to give up, but I still love it, like that sort of thing. A big thing about this game that's so addictive to me, going back to Slime Rancher, which is not one hit kills, slice people in half or whatever, is that it's I mean, actually can't a pretty die, chill think. game. I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to call it a cozy game, but it's chill. Um, and there are things that can go wrong, and it can, 
your entire setup can like get ruined if you do the wrong thing. Like if you, so I don't know how much you remember Trey, but if you, I mean, you can get, you can get killed, right? Like I do remember parts. Can you, can you die or, or you can get knocked out or something like that? Yes, you can. And you'll just, yeah. And you'll lose all the, your holding and your inventory. And then you'll also like, uh, waste the whole day and then wake up the next day. So yes, there's that. But also, um, if you, so, your 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 slimes basically lay eggs. We'll call them slime. They lay eggs. Whatever. They're plorps. They lay slimes. <laughs> slime eggs. Whatever. Whatever you want to call it. Right. So those eggs. If an if a slime another slime eats an egg that's not its type of egg, it will eat it like food, and then it becomes like a hybrid of the two slimes. Well, if that hybrid slime eats a different egg that's not one of the two that it's made out of, it turns into this like evil black slime that will just start trying to like. It's basically like a fire spreading through your farm and everything turns into these black muddy slimes. And if you don't have the proper measures set up or, you know, you don't have your weapon upgraded properly to shoot water at them, to neutralize them, it can just completely wreck your entire operation. And and I mean, I think it's more of a thing in the early game. I think later in the game, like once you know what you're doing, it's pretty easy to mitigate that. But still, it's... um, it really took me by surprise the first time when I'm just like, oh shit, what's going on? Like everything and my entire, like I'd spent like hours like doing, maybe not hours, but like at least an hour, like putting all this stuff together. Then all of a sudden all, like all these black slimes are coming at me, trying to kill me and everything turned into a black slime trying to kill me. And yeah, no, that's I d- one of the coolest parts about the game that it, it, it can completely unravel if you don't watch it. Yeah, no, I do remember, I remember there being parts that were like, yeah, that would like all of a sudden be like, wait, wait, what the fuck? That could, that mm-hmm. could get difficult. I, I mean, it's been a long time since I played it, but I do remember like there were certain sections that I, I was very like hesitant about going to different places mm-hmm. because there are some dangerous areas out there and you got to be careful what you're doing. But it's a fun game and, you know, it takes everything from the first person perspective. Think of like a portal or like uh, even like uh half-life to an extent like with the gravity gun it's just uh it's a first person perspective but it's a puzzle game it's more of like a casual puzzle game and a creation game you can like kind of build things and stuff like it's not as much about building as the layout of your farm or whatever but uh, you can expand your territory and you can keep farming slimes and it's a great game i love it it's you know after it's it's just it's it's it can be really quick too if you're really good at it I think it's a relaxing game. Yes, pe- people do speedrun this game, as Dan told me. Well, I was watching, uh, I mean, before I bought it, I was just kind of just watching footage of it to, like, try to figure out if it's something that I want to get or not. And I saw, like, people were like, oh, well, they were saying it could be, it, c- it can be cozy if you get into the groove of it. But it also can be really quick, too. Like, yeah. they were, they, that was, they were saying that was a positive aspect where it was like, it won't take as long as, you know, for if you don't want to have like a hundred hour game or whatever, if you know how to play it, you can do, you can get through it really quickly, but it's still really enjoyable. So I remember somebody saying that, that is being a positive aspect of it. Yeah. There's a lot of, you know, it's a, it's a lot of systems. It's the same as a lot of uh, games along these lines where you trade something for something else to upgrade something else, blah, 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 et cetera. You're maintaining systems. You're kind of crafting and stuff to a certain extent and uh it's all with the goal of like making a huge sprawling farm and just being able to be like oh, i built this <laughs> you know there i think there's a game there's an end game obviously if, if people could speed run this but i don't know exactly what the definition of that is but i plan on playing this game for i mean i would really i really hope it doesn't just 
grip me strongly until I beat it. I, I'm really hoping it's not one of those kind of games, but it's definitely so far very addictive. Like it's the most addictive game I've played since probably well, Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. In fact, I didn't play Tears of the Kingdom much this week. I mean, I still played it a lot, but I like went several days this week without playing it because I was playing all these PS5 games that I have. Gotta, yeah, put, gotta get know. something in there. What what can I say? Being a gamer is just the worst. There's just too many games. I wanted to um we we what was it? We went to uh we went to Best Buy to look at uh washer and dryers because of our house and all that. And when we walked in the door, they had those mini arcades. Like they had like this they had the Mortal Kombat arcade there in this tiny box for like five hundred dollars and I was like I was looking at it and I was like, I want that. So that's there's a little for when John listens to this at some point. And I was listening to the Retronauts Mortal Kombat two and three episodes. So seeing while, it in while, person while, probably while, while I was uh, well, yeah, it's, it's so small, and I was like, I was like, I can fit that in the basement somewhere. We can have that somewhere. Now, well, I have to get you know, I got to get back on the, got to get more audio jobs to do that. But but I was like, I hear that. Get it? If I get if I got one, I would get the Mortal Kombat one. But I was listening to the the Retronauts did a Mortal Kombat two and three episode that I was listening to, and I was like. It was fueling the fire. I was like, yeah, yeah. Those Mortal Kombat games were great. Not three, but one and two were great. <laughs> Ultimate three was better, or trilogy, whatever. But it was fun, and I was, you know, I was like, I was like, I, I would get, I was like, if I was to get any of those uh, one-up arcades, I would get the Mortal Kombat one, because they're not available anywhere else. Like, the original Mortal Kombat arcade perfect ports are not available as of right now in any other way. So that would be... The, that would make it justify owning it and all that stuff. But let's like talk about any news we have or whatever and then get the fuck out of here. News and news, news, news. Don't snooze or you miss the news. Did you read any of the any of like the Pikmin stuff that happened? Like I thought that was kind of cool. They released some of the original uh, stuff about Pikmin and they said they were trying to they were I guess they were originally trying to target like teenage women <laughs> for and, and it was originally going to be a 64 game. It was pretty cool. Uh, Go Nintendo posted it, and uh, they were and they were going to be like uh, you know gendered Pikmin, or whatever. Where like they would have like the pink, the pink like little ball, or like the blue ball if it's male or female, or whatever. And they would react differently and that sort of thing. It was it was for me it was kind of interesting to read just because I'm you know I've really been into the Pikmin stuff as Nintendo has you know hooked me in there obviously to get me to you know I, I'm I'm their mark here. They it's like. They know how to they know how to sell Nintendo games to Nintendo fans, right? Uh, they, they've obviously hooked me in there by re-releasing Pikmin one and two and having Pikmin three yeah. already on there. And yeah, it's it's fish in a barrel here on this one. But uh, but they released and uh, they released the thing just talking about like just things that you know that people didn't know about about Pikmin, you know. And it was it was it was a cool thing to read. Uh, they said that the, it was inspired by Tim Burton, like the the style of the Pikmin. Which you can kind of see that, I guess, a little bit, like from what it actually became, somewhat. Yeah. Uh, the the original the original idea they were going to have emotion chips that would change how they acted, which that didn't happen. And they the original one they as they explored the map and gained more experience, their chip capacity would increase. Yeah, they had like chips in their heads, and that was going to be a big part of it. I'm actually I'm glad that it went to I'm glad that it went to GameCube and not 64 because a lot of these original ideas I was like wait how, how would that work It was based on the on the Richard Richard Dawkins book The Selfish Gene was a huge part of Pikmin development I've never read that book but this Go Nintendo had to mention that I don't know 
Isn't he a like a uh, huge like atheist? Well, I mean, I know lots of people are atheists. Well, a- well, atheist is like one of those people that is considered people, selfish like, or whatever, or like self god, like that sort of thing. They consider. Well, I'm just saying, I think he's one of those people that more Christian type media services have considered a huge enemy because he's such a he's such a. I think Christian or, types thinks every, I think everyone is the enemy now. Oh, it's true. Now, now it is. Now that they've completely demonized themselves. Yeah, no, it's a. It, it, there was some interesting thing in that. Like, uh, I guess the original idea of of Pikmin was a piki, which means like small animal, and they and they changed the name to like piki, like you know, pick. Which I, I mean, obviously, I don't. I didn't read all this shit, but I realized that like Pikmin means like, you know, pick pick him Pikmin out of the ground, and they're, you know, I figured that out. <laughs> you know, when I when I was like when I was like nineteen or whatever, you know. I just remember thinking it sounded a lot like Pokemon. Well, I it's remember like, people saying that, but like, similar. but Pikmin, it's like, I mean, what I thought is like, yeah, you pick, you Pikmin, you pick it out of the ground and it becomes mm-hmm. your, you know, I, but, it, but it comes from like the, the, you know, that, that's what it was going for is a, is, is a, yeah. Cause, cause Pikmin sounds like pick me. So that's why they were going for that sort of thing. So yeah, but, it, but there, there was some cool stuff that came out about it. Um, I'm very excited about it coming out over the weekend. It's gonna be kind of funny because, uh, like I said, I'm I'm gonna visit my my niece, my nephew, and my nieces, and they know me as being a Nintendo person. They're probably just gonna ask me about Tears of the Kingdom or something, and I'm gonna be like, "Hey, you ever heard about a game called Pikmin?" Say hey, Pikmin Four. No, actually, well, I'll probably just talk to them for a long time about wrestling, and hopefully, they won't be incredibly bored by my drunken ramblings or whatever. But <laughs> but, it'll, but it'll be fun. No, my my uh my sister texted me. And she was like, uh, she's like, your nephew is really excited to play uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet with you and trade Pokemon cards. And I'm like, let him know that I don't have any Pokemon cards. <laughs> I was like, I have no Pokemon cards to trade with you, but but I'm going to try to convince you to play AW Fight Forever with me, <laughs> is what I said. Also, I haven't played Pokemon Scarlet and Violet for six months. No, I, text, I texted my nephew about it. I mean, I... Pokemon Scarlet Violet listened to our best games of the year. I thought it was a really good game. It was, but but I have not yeah. returned to it recently. I mean, I, I would, you know, they although they're going to ask me what you know what's cool in the world of video games, and I'll be like, hey, you watch wrestling? Let me tell you some things about wrestling. Do you know about Sting? He's been fucking wrestling since the seventies. As I said on Twitch or on Twitter, he is the Tony Hawk of wrestling because he really is. He is the wrestler that I remember when I first. Learned that wrestler wrestling was a thing. Why? When I say he's the Tony Hawk of wrestling, when I was a kid, when I was in grade school, the first pro skater I ever heard of was Tony Hawk when he was a kid. And then later, when I played Tony Hawk Pro Skater, I was like, "Oh, that's there's that guy." Same thing with Sting. Sting was probably the first wrestler I've ever fucking heard of because he's been wrestling since like the late seventies or whatever. And now I'm playing Sting on AEW Five Forever, the Tony Hawk of wrestling, or maybe Tony Hawk is the Sting of wrestling, or the Sting of video games, or whatever. That's I'll say who's the who's the sting of the police like in wrestling. Who fuck sting? Who of came the, first? Who fucks the sting of the police? I'm talking about the sting, the wrestler who is, as they call him, the icon, the icon of wrestling. I'm just saying he's 64 and he's still jumping off balconies and crushing tables. He's amazing. Yeah, I'm just saying I, I, he's fucking badass. He doesn't come out that much, but when he does, he makes it worth it. Like if you see him, you're like, all right, all right, sting. Your hair looks terrible, but you're still fucking killing it. 
So there, so there you go. But yeah, is there any uh, is there any other news things you wanted to talk about? I was trying to think. Uh, no, not so much this week. Oh, I, I think I, I think I, I I texted this about you, as, or I texted this to you some part sometime when I was drunk. I'm sure I, I've been wanting to say this on a show for a long time for whatever listeners we have. There's a show called Star Trek Next. Uh, there's a start. There's there's a show called Star Trek Strange New Worlds. I think it's one of the best new Star Trek shows that there are. And because whatever Paramount Plus wanted to get more people to to get Paramount Plus, so they're actually offering the whole first season for free on YouTube. So you can watch oh. all of the first season of, of uh, Strange New Worlds on there. And the reason the reason that I love... I mean, there's a lot of reasons to love Strange New Worlds. But basically, Strange New Worlds is going back to the time before Kirk, you know, before the original series. But what I love so much about it is that they're going back to the Planet of the Week sort of episodes. Like, not the serial thing, where it's like, we're going to a place and we're doing a thing and it's all this episode. And they've done some really fucking cool shit. Honestly, like, uh, what was it? Monday night when uh, when Jess and I were watching the latest, uh, the season two episode. Like, that was like, that was giving me mad, like, original series vibes. Like, and I'm I'm a huge Star Trek original series fan. And I was like, I was like, oh my God, this show is so good. And then it got even better after that. Like, I thought they were going to go somewhere and then it kept going. It was, it, it's just, it. it's like, I felt like it was like peak Star Trek. And it's and yeah, and that's what I'll say about that. Christopher Pike is amazing. He was the he was the captain before Kirk. I mean, you saw him in the shitty J.J. Abrams movie. He was in there because, well, because because uh, Pike was the original character. They're actually pulling stuff from the original Star Trek pilot before the original series, whatever. So we, so you have the two different versions of of uh, the original Star Trek creator's wife and all that in there. But uh, but it's yeah, no, it's it's really good. Like they have they have new they have great new characters. Uh, they have great old recreated characters and all that stuff, and yeah, it's incredible. Like the last episode, they basically make they make Spock into a human, and he has one of the best lines ever. Where uh, where it was at a nurse chapel, it's like, "How are you dealing with your new emotions?" He's like, "It's okay. I don't always cry in the shower." What <laughs> was this line? <laughs> and, and yeah, it was uh, yeah, just love that line. And then I and then I tweeted it, and I. Easily found the gift because it's a fucking amazing line, but yeah, but yeah, no, that whole episode was fuck. Honestly, all the all the second season has, has been genius. Yeah, so so yeah, people who like Star Trek like me, uh, watch Strange New Worlds. It's really really good. It's really really good. I think it's one of the best new ones. Well, that and like I'd say that and and uh, Lower Decks were probably the best ones. Actually, Prodigy was really really good too, and I was really sad that it got canceled, but whatever. But yeah, sir. So, uh, Anything you want to say on this super loose episode here? I want to say that it's just nice to have a podcast where we can be a little loose once in a while, and our I think our listeners are going to be fine with that. So thank you for listeners for allowing us to be this way once in a while. It was a uh, it was it was a very long day for me. It's just it's, uh, yeah, sounds like a it. lot of shit happened. So we're just and we're I, I mean I worked earlier today, but I'm not that part of the day otherwise. It's like uh, let, let us just talk about things. And support yeah. the WGA and the and the and the and the SAG people, like support them seriously. We need we need to fight the streaming services and the AI. The hope is that maybe I will be able to be in person for episodes a little more often. I will I will be closer. I will be closer yeah. to you and John, but more but probably way closer to you. I mean, we're off yeah. of fifty seven, so 
Yeah. It might Which, I, mean, I haven't I haven't looked at the bumps right into where I live. I haven't looked at the um specific mileage, but we are you know, we're like we're like 20 miles south of where we are now, so It'd probably be just under two hours to get where you are, so that's pretty awesome. Well, I mean, it's like normally like two hours to Chicago from Champaign, so I would think that it would be. Depending on traffic, probably. Yeah, well, some, see, the fun thing is we're like we're below we're below downtown, so you won't deal with the traffic because the traffic is above us. Yep. That was the idea. So, like when we go to Grandma's house to help her get groceries or whatever, we don't have to deal with the. You know, the traffic is completely cut out, so we'll save like 30, 40 minutes because we don't need to go through downtown to get home because we're below downtown. So we don't, you know, that's where all the traffic is. But yeah, um, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, if you want, if you, uh, or, <laughs> you know, if you if you don't completely hate us and you want to listen to our voices more, go to patreon.com slash podcast and you can help support the show, you know, for the price of whatever, for like a fucking donut and actually donuts are probably way more expensive than what we charge you on patreon uh for five bucks or one dollar or whatever you want to distribute you can hear the bonus episodes that we do and we actually have a you can have a seven day free trial where you can just like download whatever you want for seven days you could probably get every video and every wrt radio and just watch and listen to all of them and yep. you know, get online and tell them how much you hate us or something like that. Load up your external hard drive with everything during your trial, and so you just have it all. I think that you deserve it. If I wasn't, if I wasn't making the WRT radios myself, I would do that five. I would do that seven dollar try that seven day trial, and I would put them all on there, and I would just play all of them because they are brilliant. Actually, I do. I have done that where I've stacked them and just listened to them because I created them and I thought they were great. So take a listen. And the WART radios are basically the intros and outros of every episode. So it's a playlist for our fans. It's a playlist for all the stuff that we do, which I don't understand why other podcasts don't do that. I would listen to them if they did, but but they don't. But we do, so take a listen to that. They will eventually, and then everyone will pretend like they did. <laughs> yeah, no, they I'll will like, never. You know what? We did it. First. They won't remember that we did it for however long we did. But uh, and also for the on the five dollar level, you can see early videos of us like unedited, like right off the bat, like that sort of thing. So check that out, and also um, twitch.tv slash Nintendo Main Podcast. Check me out on there. I'll either be playing Pikmin or AEW Fight Forever. That seems to be the two things that I go back and forth with on streaming and you can also find them after the stream at youtube.com slash nintendo main podcast you can find those there and on whatever's left of the twitter you can find jeremy and i at jmax stack and at nintendo i fear domain. it's <laughs> it's with it's weeks away from that being not a thing anymore. Well, yeah we'll, at least we'll, for me personal we'll see we'll see i mean it's, we'll see. it's still something I, I still love just throwing shit up there i mean fuck elon musk but I, I, I just I just need I need a void to throw things into time. and I like Twitter's my void to throw shit into. But yeah, thanks everybody for listening. We've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. Jerry Mikowski. And we will see you next week. See, see ya. See ya.